Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlo Gonzalez, and there is a big game tonight between the Minnesota Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights. It is game five with Vegas coming out of Minnesota with a 3-1 lead. If you asked me that a few days ago, if... The series is going to be a 3-1 series going out of Minnesota. I, I, I would think that you would be very optimistic. Uh, I was hoping for the split coming out of St. Paul, but the Golden Knights proved me wrong and they come out of it with both wins in St. Paul. I thought that the Golden Knights was the better team in both games and it wasn't even close. The only time I got worried and I thought Minnesota kind of controlled the game was the first period of game three. Now on Saturday's game, it was all Golden Knights. The Golden Knights have scored, they scored the first goal for the first time in the series. Like they scored the first goal of the game for the first time in the series. And then a few seconds later, it wasn't even a minute, the Minnesota Wild answered. Now, there was the controversial goalie interference call. I, I'm not going to comment much on it because agree or disagree with it. I don't think it really affected much of the game. The Golden Knights was the better team the entire game. If, if you look at the shot counter... The Minnesota Wild might have more shots on goal, but it's it really doesn't it doesn't describe how the game went because the Golden Knights controlled a lot of the possession and the shots on goal that Minnesota had most of them were not very high danger. It was it was controlled by the Golden Knights where the the Wild get their shots. Of course, Fleury had to bail him them out here and there, but it was it was compared to game one or two, it wasn't really that big of a game for Marc Andre Fleury. Of course, he did get the shutout, which is as impressive as it is, but I think it was because the Golden Knights controlled a lot of the game. Like I said, I think the the controversial goalie interference didn't really affect it because it, it happened early in the first period. And the the Minnesota Wild had a lot of opportunities to really swing the momentum back to them, but they didn't. The after the Golden Knights experience in the playoffs really played a part in this in this game, I think. They once they got the lead, they really kept the Minnesota Wild down. They could not, they did not allow them to gain any of that momentum. Well, once the Minnesota Wild got down and they got really frustrated as the game went on, 
and I alluded to this last episode where if the Golden Knights score early and get a get a few goal lead, the Minnesota Wild gets on their back. I, I expected the Minnesota Wild to get on their back foot and really push and really try to um just force things as they get frustrated more frustrated and frustrated their experience was showing that they they had to really I, I don't know how to describe it but you can tell that the golden knights know how to play playoff hockey while the minnesota wild tried to keep pushing and could not adapt and change strategies to break through the Golden Knights defense. While Pete DeBoer on the Golden Knights bench after game one, where the Minnesota Wild shut down the Golden Knights, he made his adjustments and made his, he made his calls into the system of the Golden Knights. And then they started scoring. Once the Golden Knights really, got to Minnesota Wilds to change the way they play and really because the Wild needed to score they had to push for for a goal and this game had the most odd man rushes for the Golden Knights in all the four games that they have played the especially in the first period they the Golden Knights had their transition game really took over uh, that's how to to actually three goal three goals all three goals was a transition goal the 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 Nick Woggle which I think was the most impressive goal in his NHL career in my opinion I can't think of any other one where he had to bail Mark Andre Fleury out because Mark Andre Fleury who was playing really well the puck really well that night but he made the, the one mistake where he got caught behind his net Nick Waugh had to bail him out and he scored on the other end of the ice. It was it was a beautiful goal with Kolasar who had a given go with him to enter the zone and then with a snipe of Nick Waugh just get the goals uh the game's first goal. And then the other two where it was a great great drop pass by Stevenson to Alex Stuck and Alex Stuck just blew past uh two Minnesota Wild defenders uh and just beat Talbot. And then you have the Mark Stone short-handed goal which is a breakaway. All three were all three of those goals was Golden Knights goals. Those are the goals that Golden Knights, those, it's the Golden Knights bread and butter. That's how most of their goals were scored in the season is the transition goals. And the Minnesota Wild could not adapt to it. And they really, really struggled. It, it, it was a very, very impressive game by the Golden Knights. I want to bring more attention to the third line that was Yanmark, Wah, and Kolasar, as I thought they were the best line in the game, in my opinion. I thought their forecheck was so strong that they just kept possession of the puck in their own end. Not at their own end, the, on the Minnesota's end. And they generated chances after chances. And even the national announcers were giving Kolasar some love because of how well he played. I... I talked about this last episode, how much I really enjoy Keegan Colasar's game lately. And he's been, I, it's, it's going to be really hard for, uh, for Pete DeBoer to take out Keegan Colasar out of the lineup, especially when people are, when other players are starting to get healthy, when Max Pacioretty is healthy, I'm 
pretty sure that it is Patrick Brown that's going to come out of the lineup. But what about when Noshik gets healthy? What if Bain Krebs get healthy and he draws in? What if Cody Glass draws in? It's really hard to make an argument to take out Nick Waugh and Keegan Colasar. Uh, are we going to see Ryan Reeves bench? Are we going to see uh, William Carrier? We don't know, but it, these are lineup questions that moving going to the future is uh, it, are the questions that needs to be answered. And now I just want to transition to the game tonight, uh, the game five of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Well, first, let me tell you about Credit Karma. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you will be notified on the spot, and your instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma has already given away over $3 million of instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking and services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. This episode is also brought to you by Lucy Nicotine. It is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives don't suck. It is researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy Nicotine Gum comes with three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. While the Lucy Lozenge comes with cherry ice, citrus, and mint, all with four milligrams of nicotine. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even at the gym. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has a delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on NHL Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get 20% off all products to your first order, including gum and lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL at checkout. Also, I have to give you this disclaimer. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The Golden Knights have a chance to close out the series tonight. Uh, in T-Mobile Arena. The crazy thing about the Golden Knights, uh, even with their playoff success, is that they have never clinched a playoff series in T-Mobile Arena. Uh, The Golden Knights have a chance to do that on Monday night. And the Golden Knights carry this momentum, winning two in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. They have also announced that they're increasing the crowd capacity in T-Mobile Arena by around 11,000, which is a very exciting news. 11,000 is not, is a big deal. That's, you know, double digit thousand number of people. Uh it's already been really crazy with about 9,000. 
the capacity of T-Mobile Arena is 17 to 18,000 people, we're almost to 100% capacity. The the crowd is going to be electric, man. It so if the Golden Knights once again really establish themselves into this game, it's going to be really really hard for Minnesota to come back. So Scoring early and scoring first for Vegas is a huge key to this game. And just maintain that momentum and feed into the crowd. Minnesota is going to have their back, like backs on the foot. It's, it's going to be, I, I, I'm expecting them though to make adjustments and try to break out on uh, break out scoring wise. They have the, Minnesota Wild only scored four goals this whole series. And one of them, like two of the games, they only scored one. And one of them was in overtime. So I expect them to be really desperate. The Minnesota Wild is going to come out strong. Desperate teams do that. They are the, so the Golden Knights kind of needs to ride that wave and just make sure all the energy from the Wild just, 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 Ride it. Like, make sure you weather the storm. They're gonna exert a lot of energy, and if they can't get anything, it, it, that that energy is gonna calm down, and Vegas can counterattack. Vegas just need to keep playing their game. Like I said, the transition game is their bread and butter. They are a very, very good defensive team, and counterattacks. That's been the Vegas, the way Vegas has won a lot of these games. It's not like they can't play the cycle game or the the physical and the front net presence game because they are very capable of it that's what makes vegas a very great team is they are very very versatile now i expect also some lineup changes for the minnesota wild i think they are gonna put felino and erickson act maybe with 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 kaprizov and trying to just get kaprizov going because Kaprizov has been shut down this whole series. He has one point. That's it. They're they're really struggling without their superstar. Once you take away Kaprizov, the Minnesota Wild has has struggled. That's that's the key here. They do have Deft Corn like Fiala and and Erickson Eck and all those guys. But Kaprizov is their key. He is their He's their star. It's it's it reminds me of when Mark Stone was off and didn't score a lot of points. Vegas was also struggling. the The difference is Vegas has depth and secondary scoring. Where when Mark Stone is has a slump, they have people to really pick pick up the pace a little bit more. Not as much because Mark Stone is a very big key to to the Golden Knights game. If Mark Stone has a long period of time where he is down, normally we see Vegas struggle a little bit. But in the playoffs, Mark Stone playoffs has been really good. I did call him out uh, that one time, I think it was on Thursday going into the third game, where I thought Mark Stone has been quite invisible. Well, ever since then, he's he has three points. He has two goals, I believe now. Uh, and... I I am I am really excited that he's starting to get rolling. A guy that I really 
I'm looking for to get his game together soon is Shay Theodore. I think Shay Theodore has been invisible. It's I don't think he's playing bad, but Shay Theodore is not playing to Shay Theodore standards, especially offensively. I think he has been assigned to play Caprice or it or maybe because he was in Minnesota that Minnesota has last change, so they matched Kaprizov with the Theodore and Holden pair. But even in they when the games in Vegas, Theodore and McNabb at the time was against uh, Kaprizov, the Kaprizov line. But I expect Theodore to get some offensive offense going because he hasn't really been around even even before the playoffs started he kind of he had a really good run he had he was his name was was a black horse for the conversation for the norris but at near the end of the season he kind of fell off and hasn't really produced a lot offensively now i expect shay theodore because he is shay theodore to rebound i he's such a good player that i like every player has slumps here and there and I I'm expecting him to have a a really good offensive game. I expect him to get at least a point in this game. I I don't really expect much from defensemen to get points all the time because the first thing they need to do is defend. And Shea Theodore has really improved his defense the past few years, and I'm really happy with how he is. What I I am really looking for Shea Theodore to step up. Another thing I want. I want to see is the misfit line to get a a point. Although they did not get a point in the last game in game four, I thought they were effective. I thought they had really good forecheck and a very good two hundred foot game, and that's all I ask. Your effort and generating chances and generating good good opportunities. Of course, there's the caveat of that they got to finish those chances here and there. But as long as you get chances, the goals will come in. But I I don't want it to end up like the bubble playoffs where you get a lot of the good chances, but you just run into a hot goalie. But the Golden Knights have the swagger right now, and they are best when they play with swagger. The Golden Knights, I, I think, is going to finish off the Minnesota Wild tonight. That's that I believe that because all the momentum is with the Golden Knights. and. I Minnesota has just I have this feeling where Minnesota just lost the will to fight. That's how their games looked like in St. Paul. I mean, I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, but it's it's just their their body language and their in their play during those two games in St. Paul after the first period of game three. Like since period two on from game three, they they look very defeated. Like, uh, it could be just the Golden Knights just being really good and just exerting their will to on Minnesota. And that could be it. I, I could be wrong here. I, I'm not in that locker room. It's just my observation. But I, I want the Golden Knights to finish off the, the Minnesota Wild tonight because the Colorado Avalanche just finished off the St. Louis Blues with a sweep. And the more... The more the series goes on, the more advantage the Colorado gets because they will be rested. So I want the Golden Knights to be as equally rested or more like 
at least than than Colorado because if the Golden Knights do advance to the second round, that's the team they have to play. And it, it feels like this whole season has just been building up to that matchup, the Colorado and Vegas matchup. And it's so unfortunate that one of these teams will not move on to the next round because I think the Colorado and Vegas are the two best teams in the league. I sincerely believe that. But I don't want to look too much forward to that. I think Flurry needs to have another uh, great game. Well, he just needs to continue what he's doing. He is he has been amazing. He is. I was I was talking to this about this in the weekly nightly podcast where Flurry has always been. He hit, if it's a normal eighty two game season, Mark Andre Flurry hit his stride around mid season, right around like December to January, he hits that stride all the way to the playoffs. If, if, if it was this, if this season was a regular 82 game season, that's around the same time as Mark Andre Fleury normally hits his stride. And I feel like that's happening right now. And the fact that he only, he didn't really play that many games in the regular season this year, although it was very condensed. Luckily, we have Robin Leonard to really kind of help him manage his games and his ice time, especially near the end. And that's a benefit of, for paying $12 million to goalies, right? Mark andre Fleury right now is hitting his peak, and hopefully it keeps going until the, until the finals. It's really, really hard when you... Like a playoff team hitting a, a hot goalie is, is, is just, that's, the, that's a nightmare. Mark andre Fleury is that hot goalie right now. So let's hope he continues to be hot and just finish off the, the Minnesota Wild. I am, I'm really excited for this game. Uh, this is, this, like I said, this is an opportunity to finally clinch a, a, a playoff series in T-Mobile Arena. They technically the Golden Knights technically clinched a home game, quote unquote home game in the playoffs, but that was in the bubble. So there was no no one there to witness witness it. It was not T-Mobile Arena. This would be the first time. So hopefully they can finish this because they're if they if they lose, they have to go back to St. Paul. And I, I rather not have that. Because it 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 will give Minnesota hope. It will give them a a kind of an inkling of that. Hope because they had to go back to St. Paul, and as Matt Dumba's funnily stated, that they are a different different beast at home or something like that, and they lost both games. Uh, I, I I I believe that the Golden Knights will win tonight's game. I think they will go four to one. It will be four to one. Vegas wins and moves on and play Colorado next round. Now I want to transition to the Henderson Silver Knights as they also have their playoff push uh, this weekend. But, but first, let me tell you about Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, including occasional limited time flavors? When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and my personal favorite, salted caramel. 
I'm just a caramel guy. I love caramel. And this one tastes so good. And it's healthy too. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, but only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar. A couple of them has 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, and only 5 grams of sugar. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and you get the raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. If you haven't tried any of the flavors, you can get the mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 off BuiltBar.com. So the, by the time I recorded this on Sunday, it, it's just a, a few hours after the Golden Knights defeated and swept the uh, San Jose Barracuda in the semifinals of the Pacific Division playoffs in the AHL. That's a it's a mouthful right there. The the I don't know if you can call it a sweep. It is a three game series, and the Henderson Silver Knights really just handed the handed the, like they just. They just kicked their butts. That's that's what it was. The there was a questionable hit by Braden Pahal that I do not like to see uh, more of. It was a blindside hit, and he got a five minute major uh, from it. And uh, of course, he got a five minute major uh, in a playoff series against San Jose because that that is tradition, right? But the Henderson Silver Knights is gonna have to. Wait until tonight on Monday to f- figure out who they are going to play against. It is b- between the Bakersfield Condors or the San Diego Gulls. They also play a three game series, but the San Diego Gulls won the first game and the, the Condors won the second game in overtime. So now they have to play on Monday night to figure out who plays Henderson. I do like Henderson's chances on even with whoever they have to play. I personally prefer it to be the Gulls because the Condors has given the Silver Knights trouble this season. And I, I rather go the easy way because, you know, I want. I want to win. I want to win that that uh, Pacific Division title that they have this for. Because I want. Because if the goal, if the Silver Knights win the Pacific Division title, they will open the Henderson Event Center in a year and a half or so with a banner already in there, which is which is pretty cool, right? It, it's the two games they played between San Jose. The two games, the, the best of three series. The two games they played was very very impressive. Uh, Logan Thompson still remains one of the best goalies in the AHL. Hopefully he can take that in the future. In the future, hopefully he can take that to the NHL and he can be one uh, an NHL goalie prospect of the future. I really believe that. He, I am really impressed with Logan Thompson. I will probably do a full uh, prospects breakdown later in the offseason. But Jack Dugan, another impressive outing. He had a hat trick on the first game. Two of them were empty netters, but uh, he cre- like he doesn't. Yeah, don't ask you how. They ask you how many, right? But he he's such a treat to watch. If you haven't watched any Henderson Silver Knights games, go 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 watch him and keep an eye of Jack Dugan. Uh, another prospect that really I'm really really enjoying 
his development is Jake LeCision. I, I tweet about him a lot, not only because it's just kind of like a flex that I know how to spell, uh, spell his name, but he is he has really impressed me, especially his 200-foot game. I believe he is their best penalty killer, and he has this edge on him that really irritates other uh, the other players. His dad is the same way, and and he used to play. His dad was an NHL player who was a very as a pest. He is like a Marshan type, a pest. I don't think he's a, he's as good a player as Marshan, but he was a pest. But I I I do am looking forward to the series uh, between the Henderson Silver Knights or the uh, against the Gulls or the the Condors. It's it's been a wonderful treat because that would be. At least, at least two games for the Silver Knights. At least the last two games before the end of their inaugural season. Uh, but that's about it for me. Uh, make sure you guys give me a follow on Twitter. I am at SumDude88. S-U-M-D-O-O-D-88. And make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. and give it a like and leave a review. Uh, well, I really appreciate it. And also I still don't know how to end a podcast. So thanks for listening.